0: Jay Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing.
1: On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf.
2: Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Parley. He's with me, John. What's going on this morning?
3: I am ready. Uh, it's it's a good morning, and I love the topic, so let's get rolling.
2: Yeah, we got a good show planned for you. Well, we formatted the show like Around the Golf. This first segment is called the On the Range segment, and it's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. Pro-Am Golf just hired Dan Kirchhoffer. He is now the president of Pro-Am Golf, and um, Pro-Am Golf has great gear. Tom DeGrand is Been in the game for over 50 years. He's given lessons, fittings, anything you need over there. Call them at 314-781-7775. You could check us out, our social media outlets. uh, Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing and Jay Delsing Golf Hospitality. LinkedIn is Jay Delsing. And Instagram is, uh, we don't know what our handle is, Instagram is. And the Donahue's have supported the show the entire year. Great people. Kathy and Bob, 314-805-2132. If you need anything on your house, inside, outside, these guys have safe, um, professional people that do a great job. All right, so, so Pearl, this show, we got we got a bunch of cool little tidbits to throw out uh, the folks. We also have an interview from Frank Cusimano, local Channel 5 uh, sports director. He's been a broadcaster. Uh, oh my gosh, for oh, all of his career, he's got a a, a radio show on five ninety here in town, and uh, uh, his his kids are great golfers. And uh, so we got a, a a neat little sit down with him uh, to tell you about. But um, let's start with something that I thought was kind of interesting. So you and I have had this this conversation on and off for months since this pandemic hit and no spectators no spectators how how can i mean why couldn't we have ten thousand spectators you could keep them 10 feet apart on all the room out there and stuff but so it is what it is right they're not allowed last week at the zozo tournament justin thomas kind of flubbed the back nine shot even par one of not holding a, a 54-hole lead and lost the tournament by a shot to Patrick Cantlay, and said after the round that he's really got to do something different here to figure out a way to keep his mojo going and this killer instinct that he's learned to develop when he's under pressure and he doesn't know how to do it without people.
3: That's interesting. Rory has said a little bit about that, too, and some of the guys have struggled. What do you think about that?
2: So, John, I don't know because I wasn't in the situation like they were in so as Okay, no, no, but, no, I but I
3: there's plenty of times when I caddy for you that we played and there was nobody watching. And there was plenty of times when there was a whole bunch of people.
2: Just so about, well, how did that affect you differently? Oh man, there's energy with those people. No there's doubt There's energy, it. there's excitement, there's the sense that something, I always had the sense that something great was going to happen or something fun was going to happen or maybe something was going to happen. happen. <laughs> just the, something would happen. It could be great. I was hoping it'd be great, but it wasn't always. I'm, I'm with
3: you. I, I don't know exactly how you explain it. I'm sure the listeners can all have different examples in their life different scenarios, but the energy when both sides of the fairway were full of people and the greens were stacked or we're coming down 18, I can remember Brown Deer in in particular. Um, Up in Milwaukee, and, yes. And, and the stands are packed. We're playing with the other great players. Uh, there's just a different energy. And man, it is, it's, a, it's a fun day. So I can see a little bit where they're coming from. And a guy like Justin who's got more money than he could spend the rest of his life and probably his kids and his kids' kids. What are you playing for? And probably some of the showmanship, uh, being out there, be having all that energy.
2: I think one of the things that happens, John, is that there's a way to continue that adrenaline rush with, these, with the cheers. And it, and it almost makes what you did bigger, right? So, you know, because you're out there and let's say he holds a chip for Eagle or something and now it's a two-shot oh. swing and, 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 and there's no one there to acknowledge it.
3: There's, I love what you just said, it, it, to make it bigger. There's no doubt it makes it bigger yep. because at the end of the day, it's a pod, it's an eagle or whatever the case is. But if the place is going crazy or you haven't even hit the shot yet and it's going crazy on another hole, it's just that electricity, that energy out there. That just the way I'm describing this, at least I'm kind of reminiscing a little bit in my old old noggin here, it just kind of carries you around. Those were the days that yeah, just no doubt. were like a snap of the fingers. Yep. And it was, just, it was just great. And the times you played great, but not necessarily in front of people versus the times you played great in front of a whole bunch of people, both a lot of fun, Yep. But no comparison with there's a whole lot of people.
2: John, you know, because I've played so long, I've had so many people come to me and say, I remember this shot you hit. And, you know, for that to have an impact on them, that's what we're talking about here. Did they have to here. duck? I, I hit them. <laughs> like you hit it and it went in my wife's purse. I'm like, what was she doing in the fairway? <laughs> um, but but one of those things, seriously, it, it when you do something that, you know, this son and uh, or daughter and dad and mom are talking about it at the dinner table or something, you know, it's it's pretty cool feeling. And
3: Okay, on this subject, let me sorry interrupt yeah. you. What's the the most jacked up or influence
2: that the crowd ever had on you? To to come to mind oh, specific, I'm surprised you know them. specific. Oh, awesome. Of course, because they're, be, they're they're close. Close. they're awesome. So I made a hole in one and you were right behind me hole in one on 16 at uh Phoenix Open on the 16th hole on Saturday TPC. in front of the TPC I don't know how many people
3: well 30,000 people t- a ton as many as could, as many as could fit there
2: right right and and uh, john it was unbelievable feeling it was just an, you know I've made a lot of hole in ones uh-huh. I really have but that was like something man I I can put my play, myself in that place right now and there was um, – and I. it might have even been the same year. May, it may have been a year or two before. But the ninth hole at Riviera, I hit a shot on Sunday. I was playing in one of the last groups, and I hit a six iron into this back left hole location at Riviera. And, Pearl, I had um, – hit it over the flagstick but the back of the green as you know slopes back towards the center and all those people started cheering cuz this ball started rolling and rolling and you know how that is you could barely see the flagstick much less the surface of the green right. so you have no and I'm thinking it's going in and this was for it seemed like 10 minutes probably only 30 seconds or something but my ball winds up hanging on the lip wow. and not going in for eagle or maybe it did go in I, whatever it was but john as these cheers were coming for the shot of it the hair on my arm stood up yeah. it was just like oh my gosh this is unbelievably cool Now i have some other stories we can talk about
3: it. no. We're talking about the ones where the where the crowd. I had I had my probably my, my one. I'm up there playing the Canadian tour and I'm playing with Dave Barr, one of the best Canadian tour players, and then our buddy of all people, Louis Barletti, yep. playing up in Quebec City, and then he kind of had the 18th hole. Well, first hole, the fans were lining the fairway, and Louis and I looked at each other like, "Can we keep it in between these people?" Yep. So I, I said, I, "This is pretty Dave, good." It's,
2: Dave Barr could.
3: So yeah, straight. Yes, yeah, straight, straight, straight off Dave my from, cuff. Yep. Louis says, "Can you keep it in between these people?" I said, "I'm going over them." <laughs> <laughs> I was really nervous about it, but coming down <laughs> yep. the stretch, uh, we had all hit the green and the last hole, made bombs. The people were going absolutely crazy, and it was just that energy. and It yep. was just so much fun. So yep. I can remember caddying for you multiple times when it was like that, and I get it. Uh, there's there's a lot of extra bonus to be in that situation. So I know where he's coming from, and I think especially those guys, that's that's what they're out there for. They don't need any money anymore.
2: Well, you know, JT has had 14, 54 hole leads in his career and won five. So he's got nine times where he's walking away feeling you know man this is yeah but good. what
3: what is are those not not too bad odds really Five? Yeah, no, no i
2: i mean I don't know, I just you know i I was interested to see how many times he yeah. did, so this year he's had the lead um three times uh going into Sundays and and won one one, yep. so one on three, it's yep. pretty good. Well, that's going to wrap up the on the range segment uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the front nine.
1: Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delsing.
4: Are you tired of forking out the big money, all those dollars on golf balls? Well, we finally have an option for you. Let us introduce you to Sniper Brand Golf Balls. This brand-new product is a surlin-covered ball that is just great to play. It's long off the driver, it's accurate with the irons, and, importantly, it's soft around the green. And you know what the best part is? It's just twenty three ninety nine for a dozen. That's right, twenty-three ninety nine, and a portion of every sale goes back to a military or law enforcement agency. Find Sniper Brand online at the Plus you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and check out their entire line of golf products on their website, thesniperbrand.com. And don't forget to check out the Sniper Brand logo. You're gonna love it.
2: Let your local farmers insurance agent Ed Fogelbach put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves the St. Louis City, County, and Metropolitan Area and any of their families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are owners
1: of the. In these extremely trying times, the management team at Marcon would like to give a shout-out to our 500-plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcon is the largest distributor of general electric appliance parts in North America.
4: You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tee to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com
2: to learn more. This is a subject that most people don't want to talk about, but many find themselves facing. Their marriage is ending and they need to find a good lawyer at the most difficult time in their life. Or maybe you're like me, divorced for almost 15 years, but you're still wrestling with hassles, maintenance, and other hard-to-figure-out issues. Do yourself a favor and call 314-788-3030. That's the law office of my buddy and attorney, Henry Miller. I was living under the burden of unfair maintenance and a few other things that could only be settled in the courtroom. My only regret is that I didn't use Henry years ago. He is first and foremost smart and hardworking. But what was really important to me is that he listened. He's also fair and extremely honest. We had an odd issue arise where I had paid for something that was not allowed to be used in our case. After one call and an email, it was settled and that charge was removed. Do yourself a favor and call Henry Miller. He is the man you can trust when you need him the most. You can also reach him at grantmillersmith.com.
0: Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic.
2: Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Jay and John are here, and we are headed to the Front Nine, brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Uh, we had Nick Ragone on last week. The Ascension Charity Classic is going to be a great event here in St. Louis for a long, long time. Um, I want to thank Whitmore Country Club for their sponsorship the second year of the show. Um, they're doing well out there. If you need you have any questions you want to set up an appointment go have lunch call bill Brungard. he is the membership director you can reach him at 636-926-9622 there's 90 holes of golf out of woodmore 36 holes at the facility itself you have access to the links of dardine missouri bluffs the golf club of wensfield they won't charge you for a card fee it's already included no food and beverage minimums or assessments this is just a family-friendly atmosphere. We've been talking about it all year. They get it right. They um, um, they have their outdoor patios open. They were social distancing, but serving people. There's live music at night out there. Um, there's three tennis courts, two large pool complexes, fitness facilities. It's just... Um, the, the, this time of year as we get close to the holidays, their holiday parties are legendary. People have a blast out there. And then the icing on the cake is Bummer, our buddy in the golf shop. you got to go say hi to Bummer. He's just a terrific guy. He and uh, Ray Farrell, who's, uh, who currently caddies for Harold Varner, are doing some terrific junior golf stuff out Good. there.
3: Good. I'm glad you just brought that up because yep. we were, you and I were just talking off air about another kind of junior golf program with, with the ladies. I would love to hear Bummer talk about yep. what he's put together out there, a little bit more of the nature of junior golf in the area. You've talked about it a little bit on the show. Let's let's talk more about it.
2: Yep, let's 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 shed some light on that. So you need anything, folks, you want to join a club, um Whitmore Country Club is where you need to go. Um, you can find them at Whitmoregolf.com. Okay, so uh let's go to this interview. That I have with uh, Frank Cusimano. So most of you guys know Frank Cusimano as the sports director at Channel Five. He's also been longtime host of radio shows here in St. Louis. Um, this is a dude that's been that's won 17 Emmys. He's won two Edward R. Murrow awards. Uh, 20 Missouri Broadcaster Association Awards. This guy, he was a, a great athlete, played some high school basketball, and then played at uh, UMSL. Let's go listen to this interview with Frank Cusimano.
1: Well, here it
0: comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that?
1: Frank Cusimano is brought to you by Golden Tea.
2: Gosh, Frank, it's, it's a long time since we competed in basketball, which takes us back to our high school years that we'll get to, but my gosh, I look over the accomplishments that you've had, the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame in 2018, the National Catholic Education Hall of Fame, the UMSL Hall of Fame, the DeSmet Hall of Fame, man, you got some Hall of Fames on your mantle, man, you've had just a phenomenal career, you've been in, be able to be in sports, you've been in the hometown that you love, and uh, just congratulations.
5: Well, I appreciate it. You know, some people want to be doctors and other people want to be lawyers. All I've ever wanted to do is talk about sports on radio and television in St. Louis. So uh, this is what I envisioned when I was like six years old when I was at our Lady of the Pillar and the big eighth graders would come around me on the uh, on the parking lot and they'd surround me and they'd say, New Orleans Saints. I'd say, Billy Kilmer, Minnesota Vikings, Fran Tarkin. I'd memorized all the quarterbacks at a young age. So I kind of been prepping this prepping for this for a long time.
2: Yeah. And it shows. I mean, I, I look back, Frank, and some of the, um, um, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about our high school. Um, you played on just an absolute powerhouse team at the Smith 63, uh, games in a row that you guys won state championships. I know down at the U high, we added to plenty of those victories for you guys, but, um, what a team. That has to be some great memories.
5: Yeah, it really is. You know, um, I was just fortunate that my parents decided to have a baby a year after the Stepanovichs did. So I got <laughs> to go to DeSmet and play with a 7-foot All-American who was the second pick in the draft. And I also got to play for who I think is the greatest high school coach we've ever had in our town in Rich Grouer. And, you know, even though my basketball career ended at UMS when I was 22 – Some of the things that I learned from Coach Grower and being a part of all that success, you know, stay with me today. I think, you know, with the exception of my dad, Coach Grower had maybe the most influence on my life.
2: You know, it's interesting, Frank. I had Dan Deardorff on the show a while back, and we talked about some of the influences in his life, Don Coriel, Bo Schembeckler, and things like that. And for young men, those coaches are really important in, uh, um, in, in certain parts of our life, aren't they?
5: Oh, they really are. And, you know, when you'd see Coach Grower, uh, you know, give us a scouting report of like eight pages. And we knew that like when we played St. Louis U. High, let Jay Delsing go to his left because he doesn't dribble the ball well with his left. I mean, we knew exactly what all of our opponents were doing. He was the most organized, the most prepared. And, you know, let's face it in television, it's about organization and being prepared and putting in the time—it's—it's it's not that—it's not that different from, than from basketball.
2: No, it's—it's it's interesting. I was gonna, <clears throat> excuse me. I was gonna ask you, Frank. What was—was was there anything in particular that Coach Grower taught you that still stands out in your mind today?
5: Well, I can remember like one Sunday afternoon, going up to the Smet and going to my locker uh, because I had forgotten a book, and I happened to walk past the coach's office and it's like a Sunday afternoon at 11 30 and there he was looking at tape of a future opponent I think it was CBC and he said hey come in here he says see what they do here on this zone this is the way we can attack this thing I'm thinking we're not playing CBC for six days but here is a man that is so intent on being successful and trying to get a little edge I mean that's what life's about I mean it's it's about you know, over-preparing and working hard and working harder than your opponent.
2: Yeah, no, it really is, Frank. And as I look back on my golf career and things like that, I realize how so many guys did things better than I did. And if I wasn't so wrapped up in trying to, you know, figure out my own game, I may have learned so much uh, from those guys. But doing the television and being more of a spectator really points that out. Oh, my
5: goodness, yeah. If people only knew what you had to do just to put together, you know, a three and a half minute sports cast every night from, you know, editing, you know, the video in the right way to putting in the right chirons for voicing the package with the right inflection. I mean, look, I know it's not rocket science, but you've got to put in the time if you want to have a respectable show.
2: Yeah. There's so much that you do, Frank. I mean, you won 17 Emmys two Edward Edward R. Murrow awards. Um, 20 Missouri Broadcaster Association Awards. Just the list goes on and on. I love the fact that you're a, a voting member of the Cardinal Hall of Fame, and you also have a vote for the Heisman. All those things are earned, man. They just don't – you don't just walk in the door and people slap these things on you.
5: Well, another guy that really helped me a lot was the man who hired me at Channel 5, Mike Bush. And Jay, i tell you, I, I used to send back tapes to St. Louis when I was in Tennessee and Kentucky – and I could fill a you know a Bush Stadium section of seats with rejection letters, but Mike was the only guy who believed in me. And boy, you talk about you know getting your masters uh, in television, learning under Mike Bush. Um, he taught me the value of a package. You know, I I, I don't mind. You know, I like doing sportscasts, and that's great. But what I enjoy most is telling a story, telling a story about somebody who are who. Are, our town maybe doesn't know that much about and doing it with you know with your verbs coming alive with the right music with the right still photos with the right video i mean they once asked the great writer red smith uh it must be easy for you to write a column and he said yeah i just pop a vein and bleed all over the paper and that's the way (laughs) i feel sometimes that you, you've got to lay it all out there. I mean, you, if you don't give it your best shot, then it's a waste of your time and most importantly, airtime. time. So if you got the right subject, if you can tell a really good story, then pull out all the stops, you know, take your best shot, make it your best work.
2: No, absolutely. Frank. I mean, all of you are saying, even in an art, as I'm sitting here listening today, I can feel your intention. I can feel how, how much it means to you. It's, um, You've hosted the Press Box on KFNS for 25 years, which is a really fun listen. You've had great guests over the years. I wanted to talk a little bit about, let's, let's go back when you interned for Bob Costas. I had Bob on the show early this summer, and this guy is like a walking, talking encyclopedia of baseball and sport information. And I also know that one of my dear friend's favorite guys, Jay Randolph Sr., had some influence on you early in your career?
5: Yes, because I interned at uh, X my freshman year at Unsel when Bob was there, and then we became friends. And then I interned at Channel 5 my senior year under Jay Randolph. So those are two great mentors. But every once in a while, somebody will say to me that doesn't really know the business, well, why can't you be as good as Bob Costas? That That's like asking um, um, a basketball player, at st louis hugh why can't you be as good as michael jordan i mean bob although he's worked at his craft has that incredible natural ability jay i remember one time um i was a uh, I was senior in college and bob said to me why don't you come up to new york you can spend the weekend and you can watch an nfl live show so i went up there and um he said, oh, I got to go into this studio and voice a uh, promo for an upcoming AFC wildcard game. And I said, well, where's your script? He says, I don't have one. So they just popped the video up, and he says, this man, Vinny Testaverdi, who threw for 16 touchdowns this year, will go against this defense of the Baltimore Raiders. I mean, Jay, he did the whole thing one time. It lasted for like two and a half minutes. It was flawless. And I thought to myself, this is like a, a basketball player having a vertical jump, you know, a 38 <laughs> I mean, When God waved the talent wand over Bob Costas, he just lingered a little bit longer.
2: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, when I had him on the show, he told this story about coming into St. Louis, interviewing with Bob Hyland and, and Jack Buck, and then going over to Stan Musial and Big Eats because he'd heard Stan had a restaurant there, and he left three $1 bills, a quarter, a dime, and a penny, uh, for a tip after having a Coke and uh, a cheeseburger, because Stan Musial's lifetime batting average was three thirty six, and I'm like, yeah, wait a second, at yeah. twenty two years old, I mean, who knows that Bob? And he's like, I do.
5: <laughs> that, yeah, I've heard that story. That is awesome. Yeah, it's, and then and then Jay Randolph um, at Channel Five. What I really take away from Jay is just, and you know him better than I do, or as well as I do is just the dignity and the way he treats people and the way he was just so positive to be around. I mean, Jay, there, there there's one time, um, I'm interning and there's no producer there that night. So I kind of produced the show for Jay and keep in mind, I'm a senior in college. Jay was at the track and he was having a great day. And so it was really getting late. It was like a quarter to 10. He wasn't back. So I had the whole show ready and I like, grabbed an old sport coat of Art Holidays and put a tie on. And it's like 10 o'clock, and he's still not there. He's going on at 1020. Then all of a sudden, he comes in, and he sees me practicing. He says, what do you think you're doing, young man? Give me those scripts. So he goes out and delivers his flawless four-minute sports cast. And then after the commercial break, and he's got to be out there on the four shot, he comes back into the, the, the sports office, and he's moving kind of quick. And he grabs his briefcase, and he puts it right outside the door where you're going to leave. I said, "What are you doing, Jay?" He goes, "Well, I'm going back to the track for races 11 and 12." <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, what a what a, what a simpler time, Frank. What a simpler time back.
5: Yeah, then.
2: that's going to wrap up the front nine and uh, the first part of the Cusimano interview. So don't go anywhere, folks. We will be right back on the back nine.
5: Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Are your workouts
2: more fun than this?
1: Well, if they are, then I want to sign you to an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. I'm looking for anyone and everyone who makes working out a blast. If that's you, hit to teamultra.com for a chance to awesome perks like Team Ultra gear and more. That's teamultra.com to enter.
0: No purchase necessary. Open U.S.
2: Residence 21+. plus. See official rules at teamultra.com. Message to date rate may apply. Void avoid, prohibited. enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Life St. Louis, Missouri. Are you in the market for some new clubs? Maybe a bag and the latest style of sweet new shoes. Is this the year you decide to stop listening to your buddy's advice and get some real golf instruction? If any of these appeal to you, then go to Pro-Am Golf today. Pro-Am Golf has all the latest gear from all the major manufacturers. Call Steve today at 314 781 Seven 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 five, and schedule a lesson with Tom DeGrand. Tom is the best. He's been in the game for over fifty years. So you take that knowledge along with their state of the art equipment, and boom, your game will get a whole lot better. Visit them at ProMgolfUSA.com.
4: USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schaefer and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's.
2: Okay, so you and your family are looking to join a country club. Well, I need to recommend to you Whitmore Country Club. They've got 90 holes of golf in the membership out there. You have access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and all the cart fees are already included in your membership. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. My friend Bummer in the golf shop is a phenomenal guy. You've got to go out and check him out. He and the staff out there run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. Available all year round. There's a kid's club in the main clubhouse, and they have a huge fitness center. There's three tennis courts if you're not into golf, a gigantic pool for you and your family to use. Year-round social calendar is spectacular. There's holiday parties, picnics, date nights, always have live music, and much, much more. If you're looking for a family-friendly, safe place to hang out, you got to check out Whitmore Country Club. Call them at 636-926-9622.
6: Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com.
0: We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance.
2: Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. John is with me, and we are headed to the Back Nine that's brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. Ed Fogelbach and his family are involved in this agency, and they will help you with any of your insurance products, anything you need. Call them at 314 398 one one zero one. All right, let's go back and listen to the rest of the Cusimano interview.
0: Maybe,
5: yes, sir. One of the greatest displays of courageous golf that anybody has ever seen, any play.
1: Frank Cusimano is brought to you by Golden Tea.
2: I love the fact that in '93, Mike Bush did call you. I think you were in uh, Lexington and said, "Come on home," and your family's here. Um, I, I, I let, let's shift a little bit to golf. I know basketball is really where your heart and soul is, but you love the game of golf. And your daughter, Brooke, and your son, Alex, play Division I golf and are really good, accomplished golfers in their own right.
5: Yeah, it was, um, you know, in my household, the, the three of them, they, they all knew they had to play basketball because that was our family sport. But I also know that if you're six feet and you don't have a vertical jump or if you're Brooke and you're five, four, and you're not, don't have a vertical jump, you're probably not going to play in college. So they, I, I let, I let them kind of choose, Hey, what, what else do you want to do? So we tried everything and they just really took to golf and we got to know Dale Boggs. So literally, um, Dale Boggs runs golf for driving range. As you know, we would get in the family van every night and I, this is when I worked two nights a week at Channel 5, but like we are talking four to five nights a week, and we would get in the van, and we'd go to the driving range. And we'd go to the gym, too. And, you know, Don would go hit baseballs in the batting cage, but Brooke and Alex would go hit balls. And we'd try to make it as fun as possible. We, we would go to, you know, 7 for slurpees. We'd go for ice cream. We'd go to the dollar store, pick up some fun things. But we'd always kind of get our work in. I used to tell them, hey, every time you practice, it's like going to the bank. It's like putting a little bit of money away because you're getting a little bit better each time. And so um, it was just such a thrill to watch their journey in golf. I mean, I didn't didn't play golf really for like 25 years because any free time I had, Jay, was watching them play golf. I didn't have the time to play. But for now, for the last year and a half, I've kind of picked it up and, and have absolutely fallen in love with it.
2: I, I saw the look on your face the other day. We were out of the golf course, and I knew it had bitten you, and I just I just love that. Um, I got to tell this story. A couple of weeks ago, I was on a a par-3 tee, and I was doing uh, hitting some shots for the Rankin-Jordan um, fundraiser, which is a, just a great uh, pediatric bridge hospital and just a pillar of, uh, of our, our community here. And your your son, um, a left-handed young man, stands up on the tee and – you know, I'm hitting a six iron and the the distance is probably about 190 yards, maybe, maybe 195 yards. And your son comes up on the tee and takes this nine iron and just rockets this thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, he's one of them. You know, he's, he's in this young generation with so much speed and so much power. And Alex has had a great career. I know he won the, the, uh, mid-am here in St. Louis and, uh, among other things, but, um, and uh, it, it's just a, a a terrific thing that you've made this kind of transfer back to to golf.
5: Yeah, I always tell him, you know, we started at the same time. I was thirty five, and he was five, so that's why he's so much better now. But it's interesting, you know. I never like taught him, but I was with him every step of the way and rebounded his putts, rebounded his chips, took him everywhere, and all, all his travel and everything. And now it, it it's going it's like full circle because um, we've been going to the range. He gave me this Ben Hogan book. So every morning I wake up, I think about keeping my left arm as straight as possible. And so we've been working a lot together on the range. And he basically told me, cause I had a swing working a couple of months ago that allowed me to score. Okay. But he said to me, dad, unless you have a perfect grip, unless you have really good fundamentals, you're never going to be good. So we've kind of redone some things and I'm just so excited. I mean, Jay, I get an hour after radio and before TV, and I make sure I'm <laughs> on that range, trying to work on the things that Ben Hogan wrote in that book, and that Alex is trying to teach me.
2: Oh, the Five Fundamentals are just a classic, classic book. That uh, it, it's it's sitting on my shelf right now, and I'm looking right at it. You know, our good buddy Randy character is suffering from the same affliction. Man, he just absolutely loves the game and is squeezing in a bucket of balls whenever he can.
5: You know, and Jay, you, you can't appreciate it because you had this majestic swing at a young age and you had this career at UCLA in the pros. Um, I, I had a golf pro say, say to me once, um, just recently, that, hey, you were playing well with that swing of yours. I said, you don't know what it's like to have an ugly swing, okay? You don't know what it's like to be ugly your whole life. I want to have a gorgeous swing. This is all right, go ahead, change it, you know. so <laughs>
2: uh, It's it's terrific, and it's one of those things, Frank, the different components of this game, chipping, pitching, putting, then your driver, your irons, your fairway woods. It seems like it's so difficult. It's like trying to keep one more frog in the wheelbarrow, you know. It's so difficult to juggle all these things and to get them to come together at the same time.
5: Yeah, and that's why we love it. It's like that pretty girl in high school that we can't get uh, her attention, and we we try everything, but she, but we like her even more because she doesn't like us as much. So, the golf is the thing that we can't conquer. That's why we keep coming back and coming back.
2: Folks, you're listening to Frank Cusimano. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and we are um, uh, just visiting a little bit about Frank's great career. Frank, your family is also just a huge part of the community. So. One of the things that I love about golf, and I think you can relate, is how golf supports the community. We've got a Champions event coming to North County, coming to Norwood, at least the next four years by, you know, this great St. Louis-based company, Ascension. It's amazing. Did you know that the PGA Tour every year donates more money to charity than MLB, NFL, NHL, and the NBA combined?
5: Wow, I, I did not know that at all. I do know that this tournament put on by Ascension and some other heavyweights in the St. Louis area, we should say, uh, is going to be so magnificent. I was so excited, Jay, about the possibility of Watson, no, of Jack Nicholas, Ozzie Smith, and Brett Hall, and then they were going to get a fourth, maybe Hale Irwin, playing in that uh, Celebrity Challenge match. But this is going to be so great. And for the people who haven't been to Norwood, it's one of the greatest golf facilities in the Midwest. They are going to put on a championship like no other, and we're going to get it for the next four years. So I am really pumped up about it.
2: Yeah, Frank, and you just watch this. This tournament will be the premiere, if not in the top two or three events on the Champions Tour. It's just spectacular, and the fact that Jack's going to come out this next year, 2021, our inaugural year, and I think Tom Watson's actually going to play in the championship. So. We'll get Brett. We'll get Ozzy. Maybe Jack can you know hit two balls, and we can get the three of those the two guys to see if they can scramble and still beat the great Jack Nicholas. That'd be fun.
5: <laughs> now I hope, hopefully, your game and your health will be in line and ready to play in this. Correct.
2: I hope so, Frank. I, I've been the uh, Ascension's been kind enough to bring me on board and try to. Uh, I'm trying to stay out of the way. They they do great work. but I'm trying to help in any way I can, and and I'm getting my knee replaced in about ten days. And so hopefully things so – I don't know about my game, but I, I can't wait to walk those fairways and, uh, and, and play a real home game after 30-something years. It'll be special.
5: So you have never played a – wait a minute. Have you played a professional event in St. Louis?
2: I have. I played the, uh, the PGA Senior Championship at Bell Reve. Oh, that's
5: right. In 1992,
2: yeah. I was the first alternate in the PGA Championship that year and didn't get in, which was really disappointing. Um, but this is actually, Frank, the course that I grew up at. So Norwood, I started caddying at Norwood in 1973. And so oh the, I try to tell people there's no place both good and bad on this course that I have not visited at least twice. <laughs> yeah, so it's, <laughs> I know the feel. it's really going to be fun. Well, Frank, you know what? Thanks so much for all that you do in the sports world i i I love watching you i love the passion that you bring and now you're tackling the game of golf so you're going to be in that same love hate circle that the rest of us have been in for so long
5: jay really an honor to be with you and uh believe me uh if, if i could have had your swing i would have never picked up a basketball in my life i would have just played golf the whole time
2: all right so pearl
3: Fun interview, by the way. One of your best. Good job. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Uh, You
2: know what, John? This guy. So we played high school basketball against one another and. Um, you know, I'm competitive. That's all I can say about my high school basketball. So career. I have to
3: now. As long as you bring that up, I have to. I have to. I got a kick out of that interview when he said we scouted Jay Delsing and he doesn't move well to his left. Dribble. I well didn't to know left.
2: I've moved well either way. Well, that
3: was my point. Did they? Did they scout realize that the other way wasn't all that strong either?
2: Maybe the left was my <laughs> strong suit. <laughs> you were just faking them all out. Yeah, you look at that way. Anyway, you I know what my tr- strong suit was. Not on the not on the basketball well, ha-
3: hammering underneath the basketball sure. strong suit. Yeah,
2: when he said that, I'm like,, oh, that was so
3: funny. I such a kick yeah. out of that I,
2: I I kind of um almost spit up the uh, iced tea that I was drinking <laughs> when he said that, but um it was very, very kind of him. but when i I, I just I keep saying it's probably sick of hearing me, but when I do this prep and I look at these accomplishments by these you know men and women that I get on the show, my gosh, it's just crazy
3: i love he's a, here's another guy he knew he wanted to do this from when he was a kid huge kick out of that and then i don't know where you want to go with this but one thing i want to make sure we talk about yeah. is preparation he just he he made a point of it several different times I, I, clearly to me that's a proud point in his career is the amount he's pre- uh, prepped but i think being around some of the quality people that he's been around the successful people in his industry he saw a lot of preparation and I'm sure Costas does does as well because he knew his stuff. But I guess he could it could flow out pretty pretty smooth. There necessarily wasn't a whole bunch of practice.
2: Yeah, Bob would say you know didn't even use a teleprompter or things like That's that, awesome. which is just re- remarkable. But I can remember um, um, getting to meet the great Vin Scully when we were at UCLA, mm-hmm. and he said some wonderful things about my dad and watched my dad play. My dad was a good ball player. Just things that he just he had me at that. You know, yes, but yes. he. Um, I talked to him, and we were just, you know, just talking about um, what he does. And I said, you know, Mr. Scully, what makes – how are you doing this? How are you standing out? He goes, man, I just – I love this, and I love doing the prep for it. So I've got more. I prep, you know, for so long having – you know, a baseball game is slow, John. And, you know – you know, the pitcher gonna walk off the you know the mound and you're gonna have to tell a story or you know' have some dead air or things like that and um, but preparation you and I know you and I know whether whether we're looking at these phenomenal music performances or whether we're looking at a terrific uh, Olympic performance, whatever sort of performance it is, these people are not, Overnight sensations, they didn't roll out of bed and do this, they put thought in it, they worked their asses off at it, and they've worked on perfecting it. This is not the first rendition. This is like rendition number 1,000, and this is what you help everybody with with your company, right? You
3: know, absolutely. Structure, preparation, and you love it when these guys make it look easy and you hear, hear certain things, and sometimes like the story he told about Costas. Yeah, but Bob had put in 50,000 hours before that to be able to be to that to that position. You're seeing, just with the radio show, the amount of prep we can joke about it from the beginning, what we thought we were going to do and what you do now. It's, it's, it's awesome, and it's just so much more fun when you're prepped. I know when I'm out working with businesses... I'll bring agendas ahead of time to kind of get approved. It might have two or three times as much stuff on it and they're Like, well, John, we're not going to be able to cover all this. I said, I know, but if we if we can if we're going to cover more, I'm not going to be standing up there empty-handed. So the preparation's huge, and I appreciate that some people look make it look smooth, but somewhere back there, with few exceptions, there was an awful lot of work that went Here's into it. Here's
2: another thing, John, that um, that gets me when it, in terms of preparation, when your son or daughter is shooting for something aiming for something they're looking to achieve something you can sit them down and put a something a goal in their head and shoot for the stars do not say oh my gosh i hope we can win uh you know the district championship this year shoot for the stars and ask for the state title because if you absolutely get to that district and you do win then what
3: yeah. Well, that's another subject is, you know, what what is your vision? What is your goal, or your dream? And then the prep needs to line up right. with that. And yeah. but,
2: but that's where I, I figured you love that because, Absolutely. because I love thing, it. you're not. How often do companies do people? And, and, and this is all from the Frank Cusimano, you know, conversation. How often do people achieve more than they're hoping for?
3: I don't think that much. No, I don't either. No, I think you got to put it out there. And again, we're not going to the moon tomorrow, so we have to be a little bit careful there, but that stretch goal needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was awesome. I think the fact that he loved, he knew ahead of time what he wanted to do, gets the preparation in there, the number of stories. And again, just another one of these kind of kind, nice guys, giving a lot of people around him credit. And, you know, Jay, I didn't do a good job of this. You did a better job, like the story you just st- said with Vince Scully. I got around Vince Scully, too. I never asked the guy a question. Yeah. You know, some of those guys, like, like yourself, kind of had a better sense of what was happening at the time and realized, I want to kind of hang on to this guy for a little bit. I want to ask this guy a couple questions. I, I can learn something here, maybe. I want to be around this. There's a ton of value to be able to have those moments in your career.
2: You know, Jack Buck said you do all your preparation and you throw away your notes.
3: Love that. Yeah. Love that.
2: Yeah. Really interesting. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the back nine. Don go where we got the Michelob Balter 19th hole coming.
5: Hey, this is Kay Cockrell, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The management team at Marcone would like to give a shout out to our 500 plus employees and their families. Their diligence and commitment to each other, our process, and our company are so good that we are obligated to state it publicly. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. You have all contributed to our success, and your dedication is imperative to the continued growth of our company. Thank you for your efforts. Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric Appliance Parts in North America.
4: You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tee to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be
2: the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are Farmers <laughs>
4: USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. Joe Schieser has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's.
2: For the last 48 years, Pro-Am Golf has been providing outstanding customer service to the greater St. Louis area for all of our golf needs, from top-of-the-line equipment to full-service club repair lessons and instructions. They now have their own retail outlet, as well as state-of-the-art computers, cameras, and things to customize all of your personal club fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all the major brands. They also have the latest fashion trends from Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and have the best customer service in the industry. Call us at 314-781-7775 or find us at proamgolfusa.com.
6: Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic.
0: Grab your friends a cold one and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra.
3: I'm thinking about for the 19th hole. We can hear the beer, you know, in the run up to the 19th hole. I think meat needs to start bringing some pretzels, some peanuts, some other little snacks. I think like a little cheese where we cut some cheese
2: and crackers. How about like a more comfortable chair, Pearl? I and, mean, you know, just a little something like that. What but guy?
3: What is our two year anniversary? Can't we get a chair that we can sit in and our backs <laughs> oh, not hurt? We'll see
4: about it. You you want a, a microphone stand that works? You want a chair that's comfortable?
2: I mean, <laughs> what is uh, who is this guy? I know. Well, well, what are it, you and fall, then he's go are on we fully vested
3: around here. In, t- in five or ten more years, yeah, what the hell's going on? 10.
2: Yeah. Um, well, we're on the uh, Mikkel Balter 19th hole, brought to you by our friend, Senator An- Anheuser-Busch. Uh, they've been a great supporter of the show, great people. So here we go. Um, the Frank Kusamana interview was really cool. I've got a couple things that i got to uh, share with you. We talked a little bit about JT at the opening of the show yep. and no spectators, etc. Colin Morikawa. Won his first major championship. This you
3: know, year. You, well, how, the way you should have started this segment, start over again.
2: Colin, messes up his name. Oh yeah, uh, more comma. Well Okay, now we got it. Okay. Morikama, <laughs> and, and then so folks, they have been jacking. What is it? That kind of actually perfect for our show. They've been jacking up his name ever since he got on tour. He um, is second. In the most consecutive cuts made to start off a PGA Tour career behind Tiger Woods, Tiger made, what, 26, and and uh, Morikawa made uh, 22 cuts in a row. Come, anyway, they jack up his name on the first tee. He just kind of giggles at it rips it right down the middle. And, oh, by the way, wins the tournament. Okay, so it
3: just reminds me of a couple things. What's the worst they ever blew your name on the first tee?
2: Oh, man. I, I remember um, Destling all the time. All the time. All the time. They just translate. The yeah. It's Dell Sing. I've it doesn't heard, get a whole lot easier. I've than heard this. swing like Dell swing and do swing and one of my other favorites. Swings like do. Now, it doesn't get much
3: simpler than this. Steve Pate. Oh, I know. And it was? Steve Pate. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a French guy or something. Oh and, well, to know him. It's a kind of appropriate. And and it's actually it's, it's, that was one kind of, of a... his many nicknames yes. that we kind of gave him. One of my other ta- all-time favorites, you may not have heard this. i for you at Brown Deer. We're coming down the ninth hole. You're over in the hot dog stand because the ball went over there a little bit. And, Who's I, ball, Mike? and I hear a couple guys talking about the next guy coming up behind you because he was a local favorite. Steve Stryker. Stryker. <laughs>
2: Stryker. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking to myself. Really? You got you can't get that one right either. Tom Watson did a great uh, Mastercard joke with Brent Snedecker. Yes, remember that? I one like was that really one. good. one. Yeah. Um, I've got a Patrick Reed story that needs to be told because uh, hopefully it's
3: a good one. This time it is a good one. Good. You know we good. didn't
2: hesitate to look. We didn't create the story with Patrick Reed in the bunker. He brought. He mm-hmm. did it. That's all there is to it. We saw it. We tried to describe it and uh and do it fairly, quite honestly. I think we did. I think we were unbelievable. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> we are good. We are almost great. Anyway, so Patrick Reed. So there's a guy uh, lives on California. He's a, a Canadian fellow that moved to California years ago, and he's a dentist. And he's watching the Ryder Cup uh, in six, no, eighteen. When we were in uh, Paris, got our asses kicked, and um, that still bothers been, you. That still bothers I'll, you. I'll, uh, I never like seeing the red, white, and blue yeah. get. Uh, I know, get but that, turned under. particularly
3: Paris bothers you.
2: Yeah, I mean our inability to adjust to sorry, I, dig- I digress. Things, okay, I guess, back yeah, to the story. Oh, I do too. Um, we can go off on that uh, tangent if you want. Me, just turn our signal on and <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yeah, it. that's what we need. We need a we need a, a blinker a signal. <laughs> I just turn the microphones off you now. <laughs> there you go. That's better. Way <laughs> Play better. commercials. But anyway, so this guy, he and his wife, uh, were starting this special cancer-driven fundraising event, and he just got this. Weird idea, like, I'm going to email Patrick Reed and tell him about this and see if there's something Hmm. um, kind of as a lark. So he sends him this email and, you know, just goes about his life. And, like, three days later, he gets an email back that says, Hey, Dr. So-and-so, Patrick Reed here, uh, there's a check on on your way. My family has had cancer touch us in Mm. some significant ways. And here's a check for 10 grand.
3: Wow, that's awesome.
2: These guys have become friends. They've had dinner together. He texts his his wife and things like that. So, you know, those are the sort of stories that aren't ever going to get told.
3: Jay, I am so glad you brought that up because you know from your guys and how many times your tour buddies called you to come and play in one of their events. For They would take care of you, you'd make a couple bucks and that kind of stuff, but mostly for you to contribute. Then you're in town, you call some of your buddies. All the things that you've done in town, most of which don't get put in the paper. And when you think of a couple hundred, in essence, certainly 150 anyway, tour players doing that, and the tour already raises more money than the other major sports all put together, by the way, that's not including what I'm talking about here that's kind of, quote, off the books. Right. It's just absolutely phenomenal, and I'm glad you told that story. And also, it's a very fairness type of a thing because, you know, in our opinion, Patrick lost his mind down there in yep. in, uh, in, the in Bahamas, in Bahamas yep. at some point. But that doesn't mean that he's still not going to be and that he wasn't already doing some pretty wonderful things on the side. Yeah,
2: I mean, and you know what, John, let's be honest. Thank God we're not all judged or we shouldn't all be judged by one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had a bad day. He made a mistake. Did he handle the mistake well? No. No. Oh. The, the whole thing snowballed. when I uh, Next, though. Next. Yeah. But the you cool know?
3: things that he's he's doing from there. My guess, he's doing a whole bunch of other yeah. other stuff there. He's he's an intense guy. He yeah. he gets it. He he likes quality. He likes winning. He likes. All of that kind of stuff it's it's just great but that's those are all the seeds and I know the sports guys from the other uh, sports do it as well because they're yep. always talking about man of the year of the community and things like that in football and baseball and that kind of stuff yep. that's so cool and I know how cool it is and it helps the community but I also know it's important for you and it makes things matter to you
2: no 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 doubt no doubt look I I used to you know say to the girls and I would think about this all the time it's like what is it what do you like when the cameras aren't on what do you do you know everybody's a nice guy when you shoot 65 mm-hmm. what do you do when you shoot 75 you yeah. know and what is that you know and and so um there's so much more to it and we have this um part in the history of where we are as human beings, where we are able to isolate instances and blow them so out of proportion yep. through social media, through the, the the regular media, through anything, and we can try and almost make it look like that's all this man or woman ever does is right. this, and that's yeah. not true. No, and that drives me a little nutty. Yeah, nuttier than I already am. Oh, I got another little fun fact for you. Here we go. Okay. A couple weeks ago, we had Adam Long on the show, right? Absolutely, cool little fun. Uh yeah, you know, yeah. to local le- guy. Le- learned a bunch about Adam and uh, what he's doing. A couple weeks ago, on Sunday, out in LA, he gets paired with the big boys, Tiger and Phil. The big boys sent a little text out. Did you? With the he did with uh, a little with a uh, the showing a picture oh, of okay. his uh, tea time, Tiger and Phil. So, what do you think he was feeling like that? Now they weren't anywhere close. No, to No, they, they weren't. In it, but
3: let's let's remember a little bit of his history with Phil. He took Phil Philly Mick down, he baby. Sure did down. He did. He took so, him down. So he had to feel this feels okay. I've yeah. been I've been in this situation it. before. Let's see how did it turn out. Oh, it turned out really good for yeah, me. Yeah, did. Yeah, it no, did. No, no, Tiger's a different story. And both yep. of them at the same time, kind of in Tiger's backyard, if you will. Yeah. Yep.
2: Right on. Tigers won there five times. Yeah. Uh it, it was the he was the uh the headliner, always the headliner, but it was the title of that, that tournament went uh for his charitable organization, yep. I think, for years and years, right? So old Adam Long shot himself a nice little three under par on something no, shot no he shot sixty nine, It's par seventy one, isn't it? I think so. I think he shot so he shot sixty nine. Eldrick Woods, seventy four mm-hmm. Billy Seventy eight. Seventy eight.
3: That's what I thought it was. It's pretty pretty nasty.
2: Now, there was something funny that happened. Kind of uh the good and the bad. Adam had a second shot into the thirteenth hole. Um and he topped his three wood. He had about two hundred and sixty yards to go and he topped it. Now that's the uh, the rainy part of the story. You want to know the sunshiny. Yeah, of the let's story. hear it. Let's hear it. He topped it up 127 yards, and from there he hit it to 10 feet and made a putt for birdie. For birdie. Yeah, that's somebody that uh, was all amped up to play that. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, day. That, yeah.
3: that that can make you feel really good. Nothing yep. nothing better in this different situation when you can kind of get knocked down, yep. top one, yep. and then still come out with a par or a birdie. Now you're th- kind of thinking. I can miss shots here and still make pars and birdies. This feels like a good day. Other days you go, like, I just hit three good shots and made bogey. What the hell's going on?
2: Pearl, that's got to do it for another show. Yikes. Going going too fast. Thanks so much for joining us. Pete, thank you so much for keeping us together here at the ESPN studios. Um, Folks, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for next week's show. We are going to have icon here in St. Louis, the voice of the Cardinals, Mike Shannon.
3: So exciting.
2: This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis.
0: That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.